faces drunk with monks. Drunk with monks. Hi, everyone. Hey, hey, we're back. We're new. <laughs> Welcome in. We are rebranded. We are rebranded. That's Trevor Messenger. I'm Eni Berkovitz. Welcome into Drunk with Monks. Yes. We are the monks. And I'm two beers deep. <laughs> Perfect. Get drunk <laughs> with the boys. I love it. At Drunk with Monks on Twitter. That is at Drunk with Monks. And on Instagram, at Drunk with Monks. At Drunk with Monks. So, a quick rebrand. If any of you have listened to us in the past, we were known as the Padres, P-O-D-R-E-S. We have officially changed our name to Drunk with Monks, as previously mentioned. Very excited about the rebrand. And of course, for those of you who are true Padre fans watching every single broadcast the way we do, that is because of Mud, our beloved Mud. Oh, Just who doesn't love Mud? He's the man, dude. Best color commentator in baseball. It's not even close. And he has this saying when the Padres have the bases loaded, which, as you know, we often do in Slam Diego. He says, bases are drunk with monks. Yes, they are. Which you just heard there in our intro. Which is like we we were were combing through archives archives of games to... uh, Oh, did you say we? You. Thank you. You. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here I am <laughs> that's, taking that's credit. Trevor likes taking to do credit that, yeah. for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yaniv over here is combing through archives looking for a game where Mud says drunk with monks and got it out there pretty quick. It was not easy, but I did it. You I handled it. I did some dark web searching yep. and I don't want to talk about the other stuff I came across. That's no. neither here nor there. It's dangerous down So there. the thing I was there for was the the bases are drunk with monks. They are. And they God are drunk bless drunk with monks, baby. God bless the mud cat. Oh. We've already got one Grand Slam this year. We do. Jerkson Profar. By the surprise. Speak of Dude, the devil. That let's guy. go ahead and have a chat here, Trevor. Let's, let's segue into that. Yeah. That's great. Man, we, we, and I say we, not only me and you, we <laughs> Padres fans, the Padres media, sure. everyone that was talking about this team preseason was like, where's our left fielder? Why don't we have a left fielder? Yeah. We're, we need a left fielder. We need a power-hitting left fielder. Guess what? Jerkson Profar leads our team with four home runs, hit a grand slam. I think he's got like 10, 12 RBIs. Yeah. Throwing dudes out from left field at the at the plate. I yeah. mean, dude, he's doing everything. He's playing out of his mind. He is playing out of it. He's moved his, his lineup spot all the way up to five. Yeah. As of as of the last couple of games, which is incredible, it, it's insane. But he, we, he was batting like seven or eight at, at, right, on the first couple of games. It's probably where he belongs, frankly. Totally. But but we're gonna ride this until we don't. Exactly. I gotta know how long do you think this lasts? Uh, yeah, I mean, that, well, so I read an article yesterday or the day before, or something like that. Uh, sure. Where where this guy was was basically talking about how prior to the 2013 season, he was he was the number one prospect in all baseball. Yep. And we, we hear that constantly with former number one prospects. I'm sure we, we hear it with Vlad all the time. We hear it with Tatis. We, we, we hear it with Profar. We're probably going to hear it with Adley Rushman on the on the Orioles. It just it, it comes with the territory. Bobby Witt. But they were t- yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. But they were talking about this person that wrote this article, how in 2018 he hit 20 home runs, had 10 steals. Like maybe this is the year he finally breaks out because he's got a solid spot on this roster. Like before this, he was a super utility. It's hard to get comfortable when you're constantly being moved around. He went from the Rangers to the A's, now to the Padres. Took him a couple of years to get comfortable, and now he's it, the first couple of years with the Padres. He's you know he's playing a little bit of second base. Oh no, Cronenworth's the starting second baseman. All right, let's let's try him out in the outfield. He's getting used to a new position, dedicating his time to that. Can't really establish himself as a hitter. Now he's fully our starting left fielder every single day, and. 
I think he might just be a little more comfortable. And he's he's taken the opportunity and run with it so far. Hopefully it's sustainable. And listen, if you can get 250, 15 home runs out of Profar, that is so far exceeding expectations that we Stoked. had going into this season. I mean, it's insane. That would he's be already nuts. He's already matched his home run total from last year. Yeah. In 135 fewer games or something like that. Crazy. Crazy. And I just, I mean, Mike, the realist in me knows that this just can't last. There's no way. He's on a scorching hot pace. And the fact that he's doing everything well, he's not a very good defender. And he's out there making sliding catches on the warning track, gunning people out at home like he's the original Vladimir Guerrero. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who this guy is, and it's great because it's leading to wins for the Friars. That being said, we're very – we lack depth in the outfield big time. Yes. We're putting a lot of weight or on – do we? He, he's playing every day, like you said, and then our other two outfield options, which have been just – Atrocious to start the year. Which ones are you talking about besides oh, Matt Beatty? Let me be clear: Will Myers and okay, Trent yeah. Grisham. Oh, okay, you're starting. You're talking starters. I'm talking okay. starters. Yeah. Oh my God. Because they, they are off to horrific. Horrific. Starts. And now you're talking about you know who do you go to if they're you know not not playing well or if they need a day off. And now you're looking at you know Matt Beatty and you're looking at as Beatty's been terrible too. Beatty has not I mean, done the anything. Guys barely played. I I know, but I just. He doesn't. He doesn't excite me at all. You're talking about exciting. Does Will Myers excite you? I'm just saying, not that he's supposed to excite me. And no, Will Myers does not excite me. (laughs) Will Myers makes me actively sad when I see him come to the plate. (laughs) But like, we signed him to be a depth piece, to be a pinch hitting option. He was the Dodgers' best pinch hitter last year. Right. Hasn't done anything. Hasn't done anything out of the pinch hitting spot. But this, this is what I was talking about. Jose Azokar. He's the same age as Grisham. He's got the same skill set. He's fast. He's trying. He gets on base. Or at least he, you know, in six at bats. I looked. I was looking up his stats earlier because I was like, he's had a couple of nice hits. Six at bats. <laughs> it's good at bats, really. That he's I've had seen. really good at bats. He's, he's gotten on base a couple times. He had like two. Or, I think he's got like two or three walks. Yeah. He's stealing bases. He's making plays in the outfield. He's young. He's he's got the confidence of the team behind him. He's he's got, he got a pair of starts under his belt the other day. Like, you know, Grisham's got someone chomping at his heels. And if he doesn't turn it on very soon, which we—I mean, I know he hit and robbed a home run in the same game. Fantastic accomplishment! It was nasty. Fantastic accomplishment for an outfielder. Best best day you can have in the big leagues as an outfielder. Totally. But you're you're hitting below two hundred. He looks. You're not walking. He's striking terrible at the plate. He looks so bad. He's he's swinging at pitches outside the zone and looking at pitches inside the zone. And when he that swings, is how you know that nobody that you are not seeing the ball well. Right, and even more to that, Cronenworth's doing the same thing. More to that is Grisham is swinging at pitches that are so hittable and just blatantly missing them. That that as well. They're like yeah. fastballs down the middle of the plate, hard fast in the zone. Fastballs elevated in the zone that you can drive, and he's, and he's missing he's them. He's missing them like big time. It's weird. It is weird, especially given the fact that at the last three games in spring training, he, he I think, what he had, like seven hits in a row? Yeah. Six or seven hits in a row. We were like, oh, this is great. He's getting real hot at the start of the season, and then the second the regular season starts, yeah, that's went it. right down. Just flames out. So I think brutal. I will say this because you did just mention Cronenworth. Color me unconcerned about Cronenworth. A thousand percent unconcerned. Yeah, this is a pretty deep slump. It's fourteen games long. Yeah, but 
he hasn't hit a home run. He's got what two extra base hits, yeah, one extra base hit. That, that gap. I, I'm not concerned about Jake Cronenworth. Yeah, I'm just not. He's just too just good to be worried about. He's too good. He's too solid, and his position is too established. Yeah. Nobody is going to take his job. Yeah. C.J. Abrams is not going to be the starting second baseman next week. Awesome Jake Cronenworth. I mean, you know, Hassan Kim is playing pretty well. Hassan Kim is doing really well. Hassan yeah. Kim hit a home run on a fastball the other day. Dead center. Dead center. Absolutely mashed a tater. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. He's and playing it, well, man. He's playing well. He looks I, good I will, at the I'm going to say this about our entire team. We are playing the exact type of baseball that we that we knew we needed to play with the absence of Fernando Tatis Jr. That's for sure. Lights out pitching from top to bottom. The pitching is... Completely... Literally perfect defense. It's the best staff in baseball, right? Oh, one hundred percent. It's the best staff in it baseball. It is the best. And staff then wait till Clev and Snell come back. Uh, Clevenger's got one more rehab Lord. start at, at this juncture right now. When we're recording, he's got one more rehab start that he's going to hopefully throw five innings. They want him to throw five innings. I read that online before he comes back. Snell, I don't know what's going on with Snell. Uh, you know, I, I guess they're just trying to. Eat. They're just like, well, Gore's doing really well. Might as well ease Snell back. Seriously, I have no problem with that. Gosh, no problem Gore with that. Looks good. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he looks so fantastic. I I mean, we've been talking about this for years. I know. You and I have literally been talking about this for years. It doesn't feel real years. that he's in the league. I know, right? To me, I'm like, like, are you going to get set back down? I've always just been, and pardon the language, I've been fantasizing about <laughs> Mackenzie Gore for four or five years, Pardon dude. the language. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I've just been sitting there just like, Mackenzie Gore. <laughs> yeah. He's on his way. We talked about this in 20, I think, 18, and we were like, yo, Gore. Gore, 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 and then 2019. Here he Gore, comes. Gore, Gore. Yeah, here he comes. And then we talked about it too because number three prospect in baseball. Because we thought that. Oh wait, we thought that like you know he has like Kershaw type of potential. I you know this has I mean? always been my comparison. Yeah, yeah. I mean that slider, the mm-hmm. fastball, his command. That slider is filthy, and he throws so hard. Yeah, I think he touched 98. Yeah, 98 that on that, that last that last outing against the Reds. And his paint his paint jobs with the with the fastball. He's locating really well. He's locating the fastball really well. Yeah, you know, his breaking stuff needs a little more command. He's locating the fastball pretty well. Pretty I'm not well. going to say really well. I'm right. going to say pretty well. He needs to locate the the off-speed stuff a little more, but 23 years old. Can rookie? you imagine? First time in the big leagues? I, I, come on. Come on. Give him a break. Can you imagine a Five world? innings against a big league club, no runs. Unbelievable. Especially with Tommy Pham, who's apparently the Hulk. Against us, not God, certainly. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna breeze past Tommy Pham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Uh, not gonna. Yeah, why don't you go back to Pacers, pal? <laughs> yeah. So about Gore too. I mean, his first start was against the Braves. First start was against the Braves. Five point one, two two earned runs. Oh, Take that any Matt day of the Olsen, week. Ozzie Albies, Adam Duvall, Austin Ryan. That's a stacked lineup, dude, any, even without Freddie Freeman. Exactly. And he went. Matt Olson's amazing. And he came out and shoved. Yeah. Did amazing, and and I mean, I'm pretty much on a pitch count max. Totally, he could have gone further. I think. I mean, the you always are, think they could go further, and they they always can. Right. But why push the, it over the course of 162? Why, especially no, no. with our bullpen, exactly pitching bullpen. this way. So no question that that he shouldn't have gone further that game. But I'm saying he could have. So like, let's say this was later in the season. Totally. Like Gore's a guy that can go seven for. He's you. absolutely a guy. Easy that can go money. You go eight nine. So if you need him to imagine really. Thrown? Imagine a world where you know Snell's healthy. Now you have Manaya, Snell, and Gore as lefties as a rotation oh, pieces. Filth, insane. And then the righties. Bye I bye mean, everybody's power option. Good rinse. And then the righties. You have Darvish, Musgrove, and Clevenger. 
it's almost like you kind of have to have a six-man rotation. Yeah, like, like, it, like, how do you get rid of one of these guys? So I was Martinez. Obviously, is going to be a long man out of the pen. Just yeah. he's going to be a Nabil Chris. I like him. I love him. Yeah. He's been he's been great. Yeah, I mean, I like Martinez. We have so many arms, and it, it this is was you our can one of our literally never have too much, especially now because it sounds like we're going to lose Austin Adams for some time. I I'm going to be honest with you. I don't anticipate seeing Austin Adams pitch again this year. Yeah, it's probably a UCL. Literally, you, you've, you've heard me. Every single time somebody forearm comes out tightness. with forearm tightness, I text you. Bye-bye them for the yep. year. And this one didn't sound good. They had to get a second opinion mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's not great. Yeah, it's so great. But the good news is, and, and God bless you, AJ Preller, for getting us some – I've been saying this, I think, for the last three episodes now. Getting us some arms, some late-inning arms that can throw gas. gas. Because Robert Suarez, after that first outing, has looked he perfect. He hit triples. He He's hit triple looked, digits. He threw 100. Dude, he could throw 100, I think, anytime he wants. Yeah. And then that slider. And he's got a changeup. Yeah. He's got a 90-mile-an-hour changeup. A, three, a, a three-pitch reliever like Late that. Late-inning reliever who throws 100 miles an hour, bro. Give me all of them. What a luxury. It is an incredible luxury. Our pitching staff, we may have the best... Top to bottom pitching staff in all baseball. I think we do. Rotation and bullpen. I it's, think we do. It's insane. Then you couple that with, you know, Rogers being our closer in that slider. It's like, I don't see... I feel so confident late in games now. So do I. Last year, I was like, who are we throwing out there? Mm-hmm. You know, is it like Stammen? Our bullpen was so gassed. They were we've done. Had, we've had... Let's see, Darvish has thrown six innings in two, both of his good outings. Musgrove's thrown six-plus in all of his outings. Manaya's thrown six-plus in all of his outings. Manaya's Gore's just, thrown five-plus in both of his outings. Manaya's just reliable. He's so reliable. He's going late into the that game. That was a fleece job if I've ever seen <laughs> Unbelievable. One. Unbelievable acquisition Manaya AJ Perla. I would love to keep him is the thing. I would, I would too. We'll see. But I'd rather have Musgrove, and Musgrove is going to – Did you see Kevin Acey's tweet with all the dollar signs in the Musgrove, the Musgrove oh, yeah. tweet? Oh, yeah. It was so uncomfortable ball. to watch. What a corn to ball. read. So yeah, but remember, okay, I give Musgrove twenty million a year. I do it. That's I a would lot. do it. I want to do it. Keep him here. Don't ever let him pitch in a different uniform. I know, but that's the sentimental thing speaking. And I love Musgrove, and I, it I is. want him to be a Padre forever too. Just like you know, most Padre fans, I just Musgrove. You grew up watching Tony Gwynn. Give us the hometown. Discount. Like I'd want him to do just like a little one. I think like four years, seventy mil. It's not going to be enough. He's going to get a hundred million dollars. I guarantee you he's going to be get a hundred million dollars. I guarantee you he's going to get a five hundred, five one hundred. I guarantee you. There's just there is no. He might even get a six one fifteen, six one ten, something like that. That takes his annual annual value down a little bit, but he's. I guarantee you he's going to get a five to six year deal north of a hundred mile, hundred million dollars. That hurts. That hurts. It hurts, but. Come on, man. He's We're, been our best, most reliable pitcher for a has. year and three starts. But now we have Gore. We do have Gore. Freaking Mania. We have well, Mania's only for this year too. Yeah, true. You'd but, have to resign him as well. Yeah, you think he's not going to get a hundred million dollars? I don't know if he will. He's had a he's had a better career than Musgrove. Yeah, overall, he has, he has, he has had a better career than Musgrove. He has been more career. reliable for more years. I mean, we got to keep Musgrove. There's no question. You have to keep Musgrove. one of them. Yeah, you have to keep one of them. Mania or Musgrove? I pick Musgrove every single time. Because of the sentimental. But if that's the case, then why'd we go out and get Manaya? Just for this year? I mean What's the point? Well the point is to go out and try and win a World Series. Yeah, but do you think we can this year? I personally With think with Will Myers, Grisham, and freaking Profar as our outfielders? I think Myers is gone by the deadline. Personally. I think wow. I think Myers is gone by the deadline. But that's sort of a valuable piece because it's an expiring contract. So 
a mean? lot of people want expiring contracts. This is last year on his deal. Mm-hmm. So like so many teams who are trying to cut costs or whatever, take on that deal. And I think we can demand something in return because we're giving you an expiring contract that ends in a year and that takes off well, the, so much money off the, the hope books. Is that he just that he performs. If, well, if it's kind of a catch twenty two because if he performs, please. you're not going to trade him. But if you're dead set on trading him and he performs, you're going to get more value out of him. I, I, I personally, I don't know, but I, I hope I, I shouldn't have said it. I think I hope he's gone by the deadline because wow. we just need and, and we just need someone in right field. We need someone better. Yeah, he's been atrocious. He's to been start so the year. bad. Yeah, I mean we're fourteen. This games is why in. I I, I, I want to see more out of Jose Azokar. I, I want to see more out of him. But why not Abrams in the outfield? Oh, I love Abrams in the outfield. You've heard me say it time and time again. Yeah. Abrams is going to be our one of our starting outfielders. So then eventually. why trade why trade Myers if you have to attach something? Why do that? It's true. When you could just Abrams in right field, Kim at shortstop, mm-hmm. you know, then what's what's the issue? Yeah, I. I there really is none. It, it's we're it, paying Kim. I think too much to be a platoon player, and I think, I think so he's too. and I think he's produced too much to be a platoon player. In fact, I tweeted about that from our account, drunk drunk with monks. By the way, at drunk with monks <laughs> on Instagram and, and Twitter. Twitter. Like we the, have both. Yeah. So I tweeted about that, and pretty much most people agreed in terms of our interactions. They were saying, "Yeah, Kim has earned everyday plate appearances. He has. He has. His, he's coming up with spring, clutch hits. Yeah." He's putting the bat on the ball. He's hitting with some power, mm-hmm. and we already know what he does in the field. Yeah. So I'm like, this guy, I think, has earned these everyday at bats, and I love Abrams, and I want to see him play every day too. Where, who gets put out? And it's to me, it's 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 Myers. Yeah, Will Myers has severely underperformed the entire length of his contract since he got extended. For Twenty that. is so much for a player like him. Yeah, it, it it's it's way too much to pay him. He's like a. Six mil a year guy. He's like a Tommy Pham type guy. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I would pay him. Uh, yeah, 7.5. That's what him. Tommy Pham's making this year with the Which Reds. Is way overpaid. Most selfish player in all of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I think before long you're going to see Abrams in right field a lot. I, I really do think that. And I really not? think that he's going to eventually be a starting outfielder for us. Wow. I mean, he's just too good. He's too fast. He's too good. Get, he's, he gets on base. He hits. He steals bases. And five he's just a, a flat-out athlete. Five to a player. Yeah, absolutely five to a mm. Four and a half. His power is not huge, but he can hit home Oppo runs. taco, my I know, guy. I know, I know. But that's not his. That's not what he's known for. Right, but he, he's known for hit, hit and run. He's like 20. He's 21. One, bro. 21 By the time old. this man's 25, he's a grown man. Because he's, be, he's like six, what, two? I think he's six, two, yeah. I mean, he's, six two. he's going to put on some weight. He's going to yeah. get some muscle. I know. It's gonna be a freaking beast! Oh, I'm so excited! Yeah, oh, I'm so just, I'm so excited for the future of this but, team. The future of this team looks good. The future is Robert Hassel, frankly. And oh yeah, if we haven't. Robert traded, Hassel is our left fielder. If we didn't trade him this year, it's it seems like AJ Puck is holding on to this guy, here. and he's going to be our, our corner outfielder. I no longer future. want him to be. Tra- I, I no longer want to trade any of the top four. I don't want to trade anyone because I, because you you've got two of them. Gore is producing at the big league level. Abrams is getting his feet under him. Yeah. Campy is absolutely mashing in AAA. <laughs> Again. And Hassel is... Is Hassel at high A or double A? Double A. He's at double A? And Hassel's mashing at double A. I think he's got and three not home to runs mention, already this year. Not to mention the other talent that's coming up, Mears. Mears. It absolutely slot him Raking. into DH. Raking. He's Fran Mill Reyes. I think he's better. He can play he's the field. He's probably better. But he's, he's good in the field. But he's, he is a prototypical DH. 
He can play the field for sure. He can, but field. so can Framil Reyes. I'd rather see James Wood as our DH James long Wood term, is. dude. I'd rather see James Wood as our starting left fielder. That dude is a monster, and he's fast. Six. Seven. Six, seven. Monster. Actually, yeah, you're right. That guy's a DH. He's a DH. They're both DHs. He's a oh, DH. thank God we have the DH in the National League. That's so nice. Oh. What a luxury. So let's talk about our DH right now, Luke Voigt, who is going through it a bit. He's going through it in terms of bat on ball. Yeah. Which is the most important. That's what all we ask. I know about. it is. But he's I, I, there is something to be said about how well he is seeing the strike zone. Yeah. He's having trouble with bat on ball. He is not having trouble seeing pitches. True. He's walked but a lot. He does lot. strike out a lot. He too. strikes out a lot. He swings at bad pitches. Really bad breaking balls. I've seen him swing at really bad breaking balls. I would, I'm not kidding. I would never throw him a fastball. And what, what's the point? There he is, swings at everything. Yeah, there is no point in throwing him a fastball. Yeah. And if I was very point, I would never swing at a breaking ball. Yeah. Somebody needs to grab him by the collar and just say, stop swinging at breaking balls. Yeah, or like if the ball starts in the zone, it's probably going to be a It's ball. probably going to be out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like... Hey. If it starts out of the zone up, then that's probably it'll probably roll right into the zone, and that's the one you swing at. But and I see him swinging and missing at those the hangers, yeah. which is a problem. That that is a problem. Yeah. I, I'm not overly concerned about him long term. I think getting used to a new stadium, a new totally. division, a new league, brand new pitchers. Right. I think all of that are factors. Definitely. All of those are factors. Um, but there there is a, a certain level of concern. For sure. And I, I hope that he starts swinging at better pitches. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think – I'm not concerned about Luke Voigt in the long run either. He's, he's our DH, clearly, and he played first base a couple times. Made that nice play, actually. We got him controlled through 2025. Yeah, so that's, that's a good situation to have. Yeah. And clearly, Melvin likes him a lot. He plays pretty much every day. So yeah. that's got to mean something. Minus the other day. Minus the other day. <laughs> Conveniently <laughs> enough. Oof. So – that's that. Now, I want to move on to, to someone that deserves a good five minutes of our time. Oh, he deserves he deserves an entire episode. Yeah. This is our this is our king. Let's talk about our captain. Undisputed captain. <laughs> El Ministro, bro. Let's talk about El Ministro. Yes. Because dude, did you see the play? Did you see the play in the ninth inning where he's got a bouncing ball, just grabs it with his right hand, fires a bullet to Eric Hosmer? On time, on target. I saw the play happen, and at first I was just like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Machado's got this. And then I saw the play actually develop, and I was like, that was an all-star play. (laughs) Holy moly. I could, like... You see the ball off the bat, and you're like, ah, we got this. Yeah. And then you see it in practice, and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> that was a monster play. He is. He's so good. He's, he's like just the perfect baseball player. Yeah, he is. He's just the perfect baseball player. Like, he's got borderline no flaws. You hear that, Dodger fans? No flaws. Machado is a blessing to have on this team because watching him every night is like, it sucks because I expect something great every night. Every time, yeah. And it's like when he goes over four or something. It's rough. I'm like, hasn't done that hey, this, all year. I, I don't mean, think this year he, this guy has come out guns blazing. And he is. Let's let's, let's he is. Let's read off a stat. Let's talk about the fact that he's so fun. Yeah, but let's talk about this because this is an issue that Padres have struggled with for a while, and Machado is just the king of punishing mistakes. Yes, he is. Like if you miss with your breaking pitch. There's like a, I don't know, it's probably like a upwards of a 40% chance Machado's hitting that ball out. 
Yeah. You know, if you're if you throw like a slider or a curveball and it's like, oh, you missed your spot, you missed inside, you missed low, Machado's hitting it out. Like yeah, he's doing it. It's he, crazy. I love, his, I love the fact that he muscles out piss rocket line drive home runs on low breaking balls. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things it's to watch. It's so beautiful. And I don't know if you saw the actual story behind that after after Musgrove gave up the bomb to Tommy Pham. Oh yeah, oh yeah, when he said get one back. Get one back. He just uh, nodded. He didn't even say a word. Comes back, got you. Got you, dog. Are you kidding me? I mean, the dude is Talk about a leader. And then let's talk about that other moment, by the way. I know you're looking up his stats right I now. I am looking but up his stats, and they're beautiful. Let's talk about that other moment, by the way. Luke Voigt's been struggling. The game ends, and we see Machado. Oh, yeah. He throws the final out to Voigt, grabs Voigt, him. and is just talking to him. And Voigt's like, Voigt just looks dejected a little bit. And mm-hmm. Machado, like, you could just see Machado's like, bro, like, it's going to be fine. Like, we he, trust he you. Is, he is everything you want in the captain of a team. Yes. Every single thing. Leads he by example. Leads by example, 100%. And is still, like, able to connect with players. He's not yeah. just like, I'm about my business and you better follow yeah. me. He's Everyone I hear, and, and this is not just the, the fan base that shall not be named, but everyone I hear that is a baseball fan, they, they come at you with this, oh, Machado's a, uh, he's a this guy, he's a that, and I'm just like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Watch one, one segment of local coverage from San Diego about Manny Machado, and you will see exactly who he is as a player and as a person. Dude, I've already just chosen to stop wasting my time with people who have opinions on Manny Machado that don't watch him every night. Exactly. Because it's, 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 it doesn't mean anything to me. Like, okay, cool. That, that's your opinion. That's great. It's mm-hmm. clearly incorrect. This isn't one of those times where opinion's opinion because it's not based on anything. Mm-hmm. It's based on whatever you thought was the truth because of a viral story on ESPN one day, and that's that. But, yeah. I mean, talk about the little things, man. Every pitcher's catcher's meeting, he's, he's the first one on the he's mound. He's the first one on the mound. Listening. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, what do you guys need? We got you. This is it. Remember, you got this defense behind you, whatever it is. He's the guy, man, and he's the guy that everyone looks to for leadership, and he provides it and. I love this man. I'm happy he's a Padre. Hearing what he said during that interview where he said, you know, I'm here for the next seven seven years. years Seven seven or eight years. Six or seven years. And I was like, excellent. Perfect. Excellent. Couldn't ask to hear anything else. Nope. So we're in good shape, you know, having him as the leader of this team. Go ahead and read off his stats, Trevor. Let's see. He's got 19 hits. One off of the lead. And that's after a day off. Is that Olsen who's leading the league? Yes. Olsen is leading the league with 20. 19 hits. Eight of them are extra bases. Unbelievable. Almost half. What's his OPS? for? His OPS is 1,056. (laughs) 1,056. He's batting 358. He's striking out. He's got 11 strikeouts to six walks. That's a really solid ratio. Yeah, it's not bad. An elite leadoff hitter strikes out. Less than he walks. Yeah. An elite player strikes out about as much as he walks in this in today's Major League Baseball. This is two to one. He this is about two to one. Okay. A little less than two to one. It's like one and I don't one care. and a third to yeah. one and two thirds to I don't one. care that he's striking out because of everything else he's doing. Exactly. Exactly. You I don't take care. you take an extra couple of strikeouts because of what he does intangibly and what he does on the field tangibly. Totally. It's if he can sustain a, a, even a certain level of this production for the rest of the year, he's an MVP candidate. 1,000%. Easily. 1,000%. He, 
He, he was an MVP candidate two years ago. He was an MVP candidate last year. Yeah. I mean, he's... So, I mean, his production has been out of this world and, and worth every penny of that contract. Yeah. So let's talk about the fact that Machado usually starts slow this year. He's clearly not. He has not. coming hot, and, and which is what we needed. It's what this offense needed for yeah. sure because our offense hasn't been the greatest. Tier but even, even still, though, like, it's... it's Done what it needs it to do because our pitching there, it doesn't but, need but much. Still, but, but even offensively, we put up what did we put up like ten run? No, no, no. Yeah, against the D-backs. six runs, ten, ten runs against the ten Diamondbacks. Five, yeah, couple of four run games, couple of six run games against the Reds. Yeah, couple of clunkers against the Braves, but then just enough to beat the Braves. Those other two games. That's that's literally all I can ask of this team right now, sans Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh my Jr. gosh, with Tatis, my goodness, what a, what an infusion of power. We, you saw me runs. tweet about this earlier, and thank you, Bob Scanlon, for the like. Love. We have been tied until today when the Mets won on... Tied for the league lead in wins without Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. We have nine wins. We're four games over 500 without Tatis Jr. Nuts. Incredible. Right. Incredible. And I have to be weary because that is exciting and it's great news that we are playing just fantastic baseball top to bottom. You know, the offense, like you said, sputtered a bit, but it's doing what it needs to win games, and that's the key, obviously. I'm weary because, you know, last year we were looking pretty good for a good year, amount of time. And then, so I need to see longevity. Yeah, but you you know why that happened. That was pitching. That was not our it offense. It was pitching. It was it coaching. Was it was a whole lot of things. It was, and we have addressed both of those yes. with flying colors. Big time. The bullpen is immaculate. We touched on that. The starting rotation, out of this world. We've touched on that. We talked about, you know, Manny Machado. And we've talked about the slumps in our outfield because that is a bit of a struggle. We talked about Luke Voigt. There's one more thing we got to touch on. Go ahead. You know who's getting right back to form? Eric Hosmer. Started the year hot, just like he always does, the first couple of weeks. And then what does he do? Two grounded into double plays right to the second baseman. And most of his hits, almost all of them, I would say, have come on the ground. Pretty much. Get the ball in the air, you bum. (laughs) I'm tired of this. He had that one RBI hit. Couple of games ago, it was like a floater. He's had a cu- yeah, he's had a couple of RBI doubles to the right field corner. Yeah. But for the most part, all of his hits. Why is he hitting anything out of the yard or like in he the can't gap anymore? Even. I just really don't think he can anymore. I, yeah. I don't understand what's going on. I've I've stopped trying to understand. Yeah. Why he can't hit the ball in the air and why he can't muscle him out of the. He used he used to be the king of the opposite field home run. Yeah. He hasn't hit he one. Was so good at hitting oppo. Yeah. Hasn't hit one this year. Didn't hit one in the second half of last year. It was just yeah. He's, I think he's trying too hard. Yeah. Yes, Hosmer, we already know. We already knew this was coming. We talked about yeah, it in our we, last yeah, episode. It was just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. And it so happens that he is doing it before April is even over. Yeah, he jumped the gun by about a week. <laughs> about a week. So let's see. Let's see what happens in the coming games if, if he continues on the downward Eric Hosmer trajectory. I will say Bob Melvin clearly has a hold on this, he lock, has on such this a clubhouse. Great, oh, my God. And... The players are stoked to have him. That's clear. Even Hosmer came out and mentioned, you know, what he had to say to him and how much that that helped. So I am curious to see if the long term effect is real on Hosmer, or if he will in fact begin Potter to <laughs> begin to average out the way he usually does. Mm-hmm. And his average, by the way, is near the floor. It's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. So that being a, a massive issue. On top of that, the Padres 
as a roster, like we could argue that they're not quite where they need to be in terms of pieces because our pitching is there and our infield is stacked. Mm-hmm. But the the position that I'm really pleased with is the catching position. It's been pretty good. I mean, Nola is playing so well. He is playing really well, and I'm going to look at his stats right now as well. He has played fantastically behind the dish. So well. OPS a little low. Averages up, 263. He's got a home run, handful of RBI. He's got a stolen base. Yeah. Second stolen base of his career. But, dude, like, they're putting him at the top of the order, and he's putting the bat on the ball. He's he, putting like, the bat on the ball. He never strikes he's, out. Yeah. He's putting the ball in play. He's got a couple of RBI singles, yep. like big RBI singles, yep. you know? And I'm not expecting this guy to hit gappers, and even though he has, and he hit that big home run to win he us did. that game pretty he much. He did. And so I'm just so pleased because this is the guy we wanted. This is the guy we traded some Ty very important France pieces and for. Andres Munoz for. This is the guy we traded some very important pieces for, and now Nola looks settled. He looks comfortable. He looks healthy. Very solid. Very And I'm healthy. stoked. And to have Alfaro as your backup option when Nola needs a day off, like, you know, he's been DHing Nola, Alfaro will play. I'm like, this lineup's pretty good. It's it's not bad. The only, Literally the only position of concern I think we have is in the outfield. Yes. And everything from the dirt forward is, including the, including the pitching, has been... It is lights tops, out. Is tops in the league, if you ask me. Lights Some of the tops in the league. Out. Literally the only thing we're concerned about is outfield. Outfield for and, sure. And... Like we've said Profar. a couple of times, the thing Profar has done, done super well. Grisham, I still have hope for Grisham to develop. How much time do you give Grisham? I give him till the All Star break. I give him till the All Star break. He's hitting sub two hundred. If, if he is hitting sub two fifty at the All Star break and striking out at the clip he's striking out, I'm furious. I'm trying to trade him. I'm trying to trade. I'm, I'm trying sure. to trade him for Cedric Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're you're getting to the All Star break. I think that's too long. You just talked about how interested you All-Star are in Azakar. The All Star break, yeah, yeah, yeah. Abrams, okay, Azakar. Okay, well, well then let's give him till Tatis comes back. That seems like a Tatis fair time. Tatis comes line. back and Grisham is hit sub two forty, striking out like a madman, and you know still playing a solid defense. You're not losing anything by putting Jose Azakar in there. Yeah, and and. Like we've said a bunch of times, once Tatis comes back, I think Abrams moves to right field. Then you have a tremendous amount of speed in the outfield. You do. You can put up with Profar in left field. And, you know, then you can put a, have a situation where Profar and, and Grisham can platoon a little bit at in left field. Sure. Or center field or what have you. Sure. You know, so slide I think Zokar over to left field. I'm concerned about Grisham a bit. He doesn't look good, He looks terrible. He looks at terrible. At the plate. And he, he hasn't looked good the last couple of years now. Last he year he not, wasn't yeah. good. Like he had a good shortened season, mm-hmm. but that was really it. That's it. That's all. I mean, had. let's be honest. The Brewers traded him for a reason, whatever the reason may be. We didn't give up much to get him. I'm quite sure. We gave up Luis Urias and Eric Lauer. Yeah, Luis Urias has been pretty good. Playing, for the playing pretty well. Yeah. And I Eric Lauer threw a 96. I was literally about to say the same thing, and I was like, "What, what happened? What in the HGH? Yeah, this is. Yeah, where where did this come from? He threw. I think he topped out in 91. With yeah, us. at best. That's four miles an yeah. hour, and he was, and he's like our age. Yeah, it, it, you don't just gain that kind of speed from 28 to 29. It's literally like he's the guy from. Uh, oh, the rookie? The rookie. <laughs> yeah, 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 where they fix the... 40-year-old, <laughs> and he comes out, now he's 98. How is that gun. happening? Yeah, whatever, that's insane. So, I'm saying, they traded Grisham from the from the Brewers to us, right? And we saw Grisham, we're like, yo, this guy's 23 or whatever when we got him, 22. And look at the ceiling and all this stuff. But now it's been... Now. Yeah, now it's 25. 
He's had last year he wasn't great. Mm-mm. This year he's starting off terribly. Obviously, I know we're only 14 games in, or whatever we are. We're excuse me, we're two weeks into the season. Let's talk in May. Yeah, check it out. When t- I like I like the Tatis time. I think that's fair. But we need production from Grisham, man. We do. We and, absolutely. And do. I think Melvin Defense is going to start. Is not enough. Yeah, and I think Melvin's going to start sliding him down the lineup, which he has on multiple occasions. I genuinely prefer to see Nola leading off because that guy works the count mm-hmm. and he puts the bat on the ball. And quite frankly, those games against the Reds, Nola got on base because of a single. Mm-hmm. Machado drove him home. Yes, he got did. Got on base with a single. Machado drove him home. I'm like both with home runs, by the way, because runs. he's playing at an MVP level. Once yeah. again, need to say it. Yeah. But that's set up because of Nola. He's yeah. getting on base. Yeah. He's hitting a single. He's putting the bat on the ball. Those are solo home run whoop de doos. Exactly. We'd be like, okay, like, yeah. great. Cool Consolation. solo home run. We're Good. tied now, whatever. Yep. Manny Machado's the only one producing here. Exactly. Yeah. But Nola's... Need home runs with runners on base. Nola's setting the table. Yeah, he is. And I'm like, I mean, Melvin knows what he's doing, obviously. You know? Which I, mean, I, I think... I think that's where he belongs right now. I think it's a good idea to have him ninth. Why not have some speed down there? He can bunt. He's got some speed. It's a great bunter. Teach him how to freaking look at a pitch. <laughs> Teach him what a breaking ball. Out no, of I think he looks is. at too many pitches. He, lo- he does. Yeah, he does. I think he looks at too many pitches. Like he swings at bad ones. There's too many fastballs down the middle of the plate, or like he's breaking balls that him. are hangers. Just yeah. watching him go by. Yeah, he's just missing them. What the heck? It's brutal. Anyway, that does it here for our first episode. Of Drunk with Monks. Uh, drunk with Monks. Uh, that was one of my monks, Trevor Messenger. Yes, I am a monk. <laughs> I'm Yaniv Berkovitz. We look forward to celebrating with all you monks out there, you Padre fans. Ooh. Go Padres. Trevor and I will be attending at least one game this season. That's a that's a promise. Oh, we'll, we'll be at plenty. Yeah. That does it for us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Both handles are at Drunk with Monks. Yes, they are. Our handles are in our bios. Again, we'd love to have some of you some of you monks out there on our next episode. If you guys have something to talk about, please let us know. Uh, again, that was Trevor. I'm Eve. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Go Padres.